Did yeah, you send I, them the I, links already? Bam, we're live. Yeah, I sent the links. Uh, Austin Hartman, Justin, Sevon hates people on the East Coast. You know, I was thinking about the East Coast the other day. And when I went there as a little kid, I got a great story. The first time I was in New York, someone tried to mug me. I was I was like in the seventh grade. And a kid, another kid tried to mug me. I was walking around the Bronx, but I didn't know I was being mugged. But that's a different story. Uh, the East Coast always, there's a, uh, it, it just doesn't feel as free as the West Coast. All those toll roads and just the way the city oh. was set up in Jersey and Baltimore. I always thought, wow, this, I, it, feel, it feels like, uh, like Europe, like London. Like London doesn't feel like you're in a free country. It's weird. I got tagged with a toll the other day. And I didn't. Well, are you on the? Why you're not on the East Coast? Where are you? I thought you're like in Iowa. That shit feels free as hell. Yeah, exactly. No, I live in Virginia right now. I got a went through a toll bridge. Didn't realize it. Didn't pay the toll because I'm from Nebraska and we don't have that. Uh huh. Got another letter in the mail from a debt collector saying I owe like eighty dollars or more. It was a five dollar toll. And now I owe like ninety dollars. Oh damn! See. It's fucking crazy here. I saw this great thing the other day. They were saying how, you know, it, it kind of stopped. But about five years ago, there was like a 10-year run on like just the craziest anti-smoking campaign, right? And I remember thinking, man, this is kind of harsh. This is like almost like Nazi shit. Like you can't, you're not allowed to smoke outside your house. You're not allowed to smoke. In some cities, like they told you you had to stand in the street to smoke. And like, I don't want to defend smoking. I know smoking's bad for you. I know I don't want to breathe in secondhand smoke, but just the way, uh, if you're, if, if, if your neighbor still smells you smoking, um, you can press charges. There was just a bunch of stuff and it was like starting to get more and more intense. And, uh, Now we can't even keep homeless people off the streets in California. Like we did this huge push to get rid of smoking. It's just, uh, I don't know what's going on with this, with this hierarchy of ideas of what's important. Those homeless people are crazy in Knoxville. Oh, what do you mean crazy? There's just so many of them. Oh, really? Oh, because of the weather probably, right? Yeah, it's great weather over there. And they're just, there's hideout and bus stops and, I found like needles and a bunch of bushes places. Yeah. And drug addicts. For sure. Yeah. yeah, drug, I, yeah I, I'm going to stop using that word homeless. Let's just call them drug addicts. The drug addicts are out of control here. It's, it's nuts. It's hard to watch UFC on the East coast because it's on so late. I know. I always wonder about that. Everything, right? Even like all the, all the sports. People in the East coast aren't that special. Seven hates everyone equally inclusive. Thank you. Yeah, so this guy told me this friend of mine texted me and said the last two uh, shows weren't that good. I mean, I am a, I am sick. I'm definitely sick today. I was feeling so weird. That's like it was the first time in a long time today. I think it was this morning. No, no, last night I had to, I had to go pee in the middle of a show because before the show started, I drank a pint of water with like four thousand milligrams of vitamin C. I've been drinking so much water. About three thousand nine hundred milligrams of that's going to come out in your piss anyway. The thank you. <laughs> uh, I I uh, the, um, someone asked me if I if I hated the Rob Forte Jay Crouch Brian Friend interview. I didn't hate it. I just haven't figured out how to get Jay Crouch to like. 
talk in full senses. I was glad Rob Forte was there. I just, I just want to have a conversation with people. He has a nice smile. But I was working. But I was working. There's some pot. Like, I didn't work this morning. With Hunter McIntyre, you don't have to work. <clears throat> I, I, I actually, I, when I look at this picture of Rob and uh, Jay, I actually have fond memories of the podcast. It was cool. It was great that we got Brian on, too. I'm pumped for this weekend. I think last weekend was like this uh the whole CrossFit thing's cutting into all my UFC love. Yeah, how are you gonna watch it? It's like three events on three different time zones for you. Uh this week coming up, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's driving me crazy. Oh shit. So UFC two seventy five is not even until the following week. Oh. Okay, so we so we got this guy early. We got this guy ten days early. Man, what a card. What a card. They had Robert Whitaker on it, too, who we talked about with Rob Forte yesterday. Yeah, it got canceled. Why? Uh, I don't know. That that's, that's a good question. Let's ask Jack. Hey, dude. Boys. Bam. Jack's here. How are you, Stefan? How are you, Mike? Good. That's I could, I could hear that booming over a stadium as you walk in. Jack is here. <laughs> oh my oh, goodness! Oh, hey, could you can you make your walkouts? Oh shit! What happened? Hello? Oh, oh! Did I go away for a second? Hello? No, I saw you. Oh wow! My computer turned off for a second. Uh, can you make your own um, walkout song? Like, could you have a DJ mix yeah. it? Yeah. You can. Oh, yeah, I think you can. I think you can, mate. Whatever. Never wow! Really. Can't can't you imagine you're in that giant center in in Australia fighting for the championship and like you hear these Godzilla footsteps, and then a voice goes, "Jack is here," and then the lights <laughs> come on and you go, ah. "That sounds awesome! I might do that." Thank you. He's not very good with making music. Oh no! Someone like someone's just gotta love you and do it. Someone would do it. Yeah, like some DJ who loves you. Hey, are are you influenced by uh, are you influenced by um your fighting style by uh Nate Diaz at all? Not really. I sort no. of have watched a lot of Nate Diaz fights and sort of take, try and take some things from him. He's pretty he's pretty good fighter to watch. Yeah, but I don't so know. I, mean, I like the boxing sort of style and his style sort of boxing. So maybe a little bit similar. Yeah, I um I, I was when I was watching going back and watching all your fights again last night. I saw you doing this thing. I, th- I think it's with your right. It's it, it's it's a bitch slap, but you keep your hand closed. It's like I felt like I was seeing like a Nate Diaz slap, but you keep your hand closed. Yeah, right. Like you you came straight with the left, and then this thing just comes across and just kind of bitch slaps the guy. Yeah, it looks horrible to get hit by. It looks horrible. Yeah, slaps the legit weapon. I reckon it sort of if you get them right on the ear, it sort of stuns them for a bit. Then you can try and put a shot on behind it. Oh. But yeah, I definitely stole that from Nate. You did? Yeah, he does that a bit. And I think it's, he does it. I think it's sort of like for him, it's people like to see it, but I think it's actually effective technique. It was like Slapping. you were club. And, and with you, it's more like a club. His is a slap, yeah. but I saw yours is kind of like a club. Yeah. Man, yeah. how that last guy you fought, uh, uh, Caleb? Can you pull up? Um, uh, I want to. I want to say that guy's name. That last guy you fought took some shots from you. Yeah, I landed a lot of jabs. Just my lead 
shot just sort of popping in. They weren't like massive shots, so just a lot of them. Yeah. So this guy, sorry, was this the last guy or was this uh, two oh, no. That was my second last fight. Yeah. This guy took some shots, dude. He, he took some big shots. <sighs> he took some real big shots. Do you have a parrot or someone tied in the basement? <laughs> That's actually my dog. Oh. You got married. <laughs> married. A married man. Yeah. Was that just two months ago? It was March. So three or four months ago. Yeah, about four months ago. Why, why did you get married? <laughs> I don't know. I felt like I was just uh, found the right woman and wanted to lock it up. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you do you feel a sense of relief or excitement about the future or both or yeah a bit of both like, i'm excited about the future i think i found a good woman so i'm a yeah i found everything i need in a woman so i feel like i just made the decision but yeah i'm excited for our future they make her look cool in the videos they make her look cool in the videos <laughs> that's the most important thing Hey, do you tell her too? Like, hey, when the cameras are here, no matter what, we cannot fight. No slip ups, just perfect, <laughs> honky dory. Nah, to be honest, all the um, you have to redo some, like when they're videoing us, we have to redo stuff, and then it's quite. It feels real awkward because yeah, it's quite. To be honest, a lot of the videoing of us is quite unnatural because they say, "Oh, that was nice. Can you do it again?" And then it's quite awkward from that point on. Hey, you got to be like, you just got to tell him, hey, motherfucker, you're looking at the future welterweight champ. You get that shit right the first time. We hit that shit on Mark. <laughs> I know. I need, oh, next time I'm going to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a great sense of humor, but you, you should just th- uh, mix that with your uh, bullying. <laughs> <laughs> I will. This guy. Um, oh, yeah. So your picture is in black and white. Did we get to the bottom of that? If you if you guys, if you type in UFC schedule on Google, a beautiful schedule will always pop up if you use the Safari browser. And um, and you can see all the fights, prelim, early prelims, main card. And if you go to the main card on June 11th, UFC 275, you'll see it's Glover Teixeira and Yuri Prochaska. And, uh, and then if you scroll down, everyone's in color except Jack, Jack uh-huh. De La Madalena. Yeah. Why is that? It's weird, hey. I Maybe you're no a vampire. Maybe you don't photograph in color. Yeah. Maybe I was just a bit ill that day. Had a bit of a cold. I don't know. Who is this dude? Ramazan Amiv. Hey, sorry, before you tell me who he is, does that piss you off? I was watching all the interviews you've done so far. And like some of the, the guy from like heavyweight MMA, he's like telling you about him. He's like, well, he's got a good jab. And what you should probably do is this. And like he he, he, do you know what I mean? He's he's like your coach. You handled it well, and you're humble as shit. But I always wonder. I wonder if that's getting it bothering Jack. No, nah, so I just listen. Some everyone has their own like things of what they think I should do. So I just sort of listen, and maybe they have an idea, good a good idea that I could take from them. But sort of got my idea what I've got my idea what I think I need to do for the fight, and that's what I'm going to try and do. Doesn't piss me off too much. No, do you, do you like it even? Um, I don't mind it. I just sort of listen to it and sort of see what I what they say. And if I think it's good, I'll take some stuff from it. Otherwise, I just to be honest, it's annoying when a lot of people do it. 
when some when you speak to some random person, they say you need to do this, this, and this. I go, okay, thank you for that. Yeah, like if your brother does it, it's all good, right? Yeah, 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 for sure. You're like, yeah, let's go for a walk and talk about it. Like you get excited, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, true. It it can be annoying if the if the wrong person does it, it can be annoying. But I just sort of just take it. Like if your mom's like, like Jack, just pull his hair and hold him on the ground, Jack. Just pull his hair. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's actually a good one. He doesn't have much hair though. This dude is so awesome. I DM'd him after the first episode and he actually responded. I'm a huge fan, future welterweight champ, Dylan Val. Dylan. Thank you, Dylan. Legend. Um, I've, you know, I've, I've seen just about it all. We saw Aljamain get kneed in the head while on the ground. We've seen dudes get kicked in the nuts. I haven't um, ever seen anyone get their hair pulled on purpose. Have you ever seen that in a fight? No, I don't think I have. I haven't even there's seen no, – I don't see the girls do it either. Of, there's not a lot of dude fighters that have long hair. When I think about it, I could be that guy wrong. Glover's fighting has that f- little f- yeah. thing on the top. Glover should grab that thing. I would grab that thing. If that <laughs> That'd be perfect. So, who is this dude, uh, Ramazan uh, Amir? Ra- Ramazan's a, a Russian man. He's, he's pretty well-rounded fighter. He's got like a strong majority of the Russian fighters have like a pretty strong wrestling base. So I think that's sort of his go-to is sort of the wrestle, try and hold me. Obviously, that's what I need to try and avoid. Don't let him grab me and just stick a move and try and damage him. And, um, you know, when Israel fights, I noticed that it's, it's kind of I – know, I know your um, styles aren't the same, but but bear with me here. I know you're, you're different fighters, but you move a lot and Israel moves a lot. You strike a lot, Israel strikes a lot. Someone someone tries to take Israel down, he stands right up. Yeah. Is that the plan? Like yeah, the for second sure. they think, take you down, you just like you don't like assess the situation. It's just like, hey, get the fuck up. Yeah, basically. I think just having to if he does get me down, it's not the end of the world. Just get up straight away and just get if I can it takes a lot of energy to grab someone, hold them down, and then they get straight up. Takes a lot more a little bit more energy from the person that's the offensive wrestler, if that makes sense. So he'll shoot on me and hopefully I can just get – the idea is just get straight back up and continue to work and that would have take, drained him of some energy. So Are you back? I don't want to spend too much time on the ground. I just want to be standing up, smashing him. Yeah. I like the way you say that People in your interviews. People are like, what's your plan? You're like, well, just, just do a lot of damage to him. Yeah. Just do a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's, honestly if it, during the fight i see his face damaged i feel like i'm doing the right thing uh the plan is being executed um uh and you have this um and maybe all fighters have this but you also have this um uh uh also from nick diaz colby covington mighty mouse your game is the pressure game yeah i try and make my opponent uncomfortable and just try and damage him a lot so i'm just trying to hit him heaps and, and it, no no resting time no assessment no dancing around no just like hey dude like the bell's gonna ring and my and you're in your i learned this actually from you from our last conversation part of your defense is your offense while you're punching like that's part of your defense too right i think yeah, you're saying for sure every time i hit i'm trying to have my head off the center line and just yeah basically is if i'm hitting them they probably aren't hitting me so 
I may as well just keep trying to hit them. Do will you knock him out? This guy out? I'm gonna try. <laughs> I'm gonna try my best. I I feel like I can if I put the right the right things together and I make the right decisions. I definitely feel like I can knock him out. So that's what I'm trying to do. It's just about um making the right decisions at the right time, and I think I can get it done. Yeah, right. we'll do breakfast right after this. We'll be done in 14 <laughs> minutes, and, and we'll be done in 14 minutes, and then I'll see you guys out front. <laughs> What are you going to have for breakfast? Have you started your weight cut? Um, I'm eating pretty good. No, I wouldn't say I've started it. I'm eating pretty good. I'm just sort of not eating as much as I'd like to eat, but just eating enough that I'm just sort of constantly just getting a little bit lighter, but having enough food that I can still have a good push in training. Last two interviews I saw, you had black eye, and now I see it's kind of healing up. What happened? Oh, yeah. I shouldn't have it. Yeah, it's still just trying to train hard, just trying to keep the head moving. So we're just still working. I've got a, probably one more hard session today, and then the um, intensity of session sort of drops after that little bit less impact stuff. That uh, video that um, they made on you, if you type in Jack uh, De La Madalena Contender Series, they put together a 20-minute video of you. I uh, said, so, yeah. It's beautiful, right? It's a cool video. Yeah, it's pretty cool how they did it. I liked it. I don't really like watching myself on video too much. Unless I'm fighting, I don't mind watching myself fight because I can bet, yeah, on <laughs> watching myself talk is a bit strange. But it was a very cool video. The way they did it was awesome. And and, and they were there when your um, gym had its uh, 10-year anniversary. What's yeah. the name of your gym again? Scrappy MMA. There is there. Yeah, we had our 10 year anniversary and they came along, which it was a cool little. We never ever do stuff like look cool. We were all in suits and stuff, but we've yeah. never done anything like that before. So it's just a bit different to get out of the gym gear and see everyone dressed up nicely. Yeah. The, the two things that, that, I, that I was really impressed by is that your mom was there. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. You brought your mom. Bring mom along. Would you have done that even if the Contender Series wasn't filming? <laughs> uh, yeah, she was actually keen to go. When I said we're doing like a – mum likes to get dressed up, you know, if there's any opportunity to put on some nice – get in some nice clothes, she would do it. So, yeah, she was excited to come and she's sort of been – yeah, she's helped me out a lot. So she wanted to come and celebrate the gym and celebrate the fighters. Yeah, she looked great. She looked happy. And then they had a montage of Dana White talking about you yeah. in front of all your colleagues, all your peers. How was yeah. that? Yeah, it was cool. It was really cool. We had a couple of awards and I got, I can't remember what the award was, but yeah, there was a little video of that, which was cool. Yeah, it was good. You know, everyone, it's exciting for the gym. Everyone, you know, everyone in the gym works really hard and just to, I'm the first one to get over to the UFC. I think there'll be a few more after me, but yeah, it's cool. Just to, it gives everyone else the the reasoning that they can also get there if they, yeah, put the work in and work hard. And Jack, fight. you're that dude. You're that dude that the other people at the gym are saying, "I work out." Yeah, yeah. Your mom looks great. Your wife looks great. <laughs> look at you. You even look handsome. What a fucking cool <laughs> thing. That warms my heart. 
see with your mom and your wife like that. Yeah, it was cool. It was a cool, a cool day. Um, and uh good job caleb just getting a, a screenshot so we don't get uh caught that was smooth dude um <laughs> you're, you're the guy now that people are like what jimmy worked out you know the one where jack works out <laughs> it's cool you know what i mean it is cool yeah it is cool it's cool you the gym's good. there's a lot of good fighters in the gym and everyone at the gym is cool there's no big egos there everyone just wants to get better and perfect gym for it's a perfect gym that i would want to be associated with uh when 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 i met you um and it's a story that never gets old you had lost your two fights and then you won 10 in a row and I'm, I'm rushing through a really great story, but you know, you lost your first two and you and your coach said, Hey, let's win the next 10. And you did it, which is just nuts. And if you, yeah, if you if it, go ahead, sorry. No, no, I was just gonna say we made it. Yeah. It was, a, it was a goal that we set. It was a pretty big goal, I guess. 10 wins in a row. Ridiculous, ridiculous goal. A matter of fact, you know, most people never thought you would even do it. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. I think when I was 0-2 and, and I said I'd get to 10-2, people would probably find that a bit ridiculous. And but now you're a, and, your mind to something, you make it happen. Yeah. And and now you're 11-2. and two. You've won 11 fights in a row. Yeah. And you're fighting this Russian dude. I, it, 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 um, I mean, he knows. He knows your story. You know, for sure. Yeah, it'll be a good fight. He's a tough Russian. Yeah, he's a tough Russian man, but a person's a person, and yeah, it all comes down to that fifteen oh, minutes. Dude, it's I haven't good. seen too many. I haven't seen too many people in my life tougher than you, dude. You are a <laughs> tough fucking man. Uh, he's 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 thirty five. He's thirty five. When's his last? And, and he lost his last fight. I think. I think I looked. Yeah, yeah, I think he lost to Danny. Yeah, that's right. Split decision. Danny Roberts lost. <clears throat> um, so I keep hearing a lot of the guys who are who are like the, the the real interview guys. They're always saying to you stuff like, "Hey, he hasn't he hasn't put someone away in seven fights." When you hear that, what what is your inter- what is your reaction? I don't know. I just from my perspective, I think um, Ramazan's pretty well rounded. He's pretty well-rounded. He's not extremely dangerous anywhere, but he's well-rounded enough that he can win the fight just mainly by – I think he's good at winning the fight, grabbing a hold of someone and just sort of winning on the judges' scorecards. And I think, yeah, that's – he's not extremely – he's not – I don't think he's – at the elite level, I don't think he's going to finish many people in my opinion. But, yeah, I'm just going to try and do what I always do, stick and move and bust him up. Yeah, bust him up. How how is um what is what does the word confidence mean, and is it still growing? Does confidence grow? Yeah, I think confidence does grow. You get confidence from wins, and you sort of get into the. I think like winning is sort of a habit, and you just get in the zone. And if you believe that you are going to win, I think a lot of fighting does come down to confidence on the day. If whoever's more confident that they will win, probably has a better ability to execute their 
their style of fight. So confidence does grow from each fight, and I think it's very important when it comes to fight fight day. If you're confident you you can win, then nothing can really stop you. That feeling when you walk in there, is there something you're looking for, like some super on switch? Like, I'm here. Is, is, is there is there something you tell yourself? Is there is there a suit of armor you put on? Is there something you throw away? Is there, you know what I mean? Is that, or is it just, just the same, Jack? You just cruise? Yeah, I guess so. you sort of do when you walk out. Not so much the walk out, but when you enter the cage, it's sort of, when you get your, you get your face Vaselined up and then you sort of say you're, you just give your coaches a high five and you send in. And at that point, it's sort no, of. No, no. If you're Brazilian, you give them a French kiss. Yeah. Okay. You do oh, that in yeah. Brazil. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but yeah, we're in Australia, you just slap it up and you get in there. And then when you enter the cage, it's sort of game time. You go, you know that it's ready to go. You see your opponent. And then, yeah, I guess all well, you sort of at that point in the zone, nothing else really matters except what, yeah, getting the win and fighting what if you don't go in the zone like could you be in there and like it's like three two one go and you're like fuck did i turn the oven off can that happen or or or, or man my me, gloves don't yeah. feel i like, reckon if you if you were in there and you were thinking about whether you turn on the oven or not i think you've got to check your priorities because it's the least of your worries if the oven's on but yeah i, I see what you mean like if you get caught up in something else then you're not fully in the zone and you probably won't make the right decisions at the time. So what do you do? Mm, you just, I think it's more. Has just that happened to you? Have you got in there and been like, Oh shit, I'm not ready. When, when's Jack going to show up? I, yeah, I have before I have one of my fights. I got, I was just sort of just all over the place. And then I got, I got kicked in the face early and it sort of sat me down and then that was sort of the wake up call. What I needed, it's like an oh yeah, kick across the face, and I thought, oh shit, yeah, now I've got to fight. So sometimes it does take a little bit of a kick in the face to get you going, but most of the times, I've once I enter the cage, I feel like I'm ready to go and I'm fully in the zone, and nothing else to me really matters. Do you like it? It's a good, yeah, that feeling of when. I like that feeling when I'm in the cage. <laughs> he put up a poll. Did you turn your oven off? <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, look at hundred percent. People say you're going to win hundred percent. Yeah. How good is that? Uh, do, do you like it? Like, like I, I go like to it? like, like you go to an amusement park as a kid and you're excited and you get on the ride and you're like, yeah, like when they say go, is there kind of almost like, even though you're, it's tense as shit and you got to kill a dude and dude's trying to kill you. Is it like, okay, finally let's do this. It shit. is. I think it's one of, I think the reason I really like it is one of the few sort of <laughs> moments you really are like present, fully present. You're not actually thinking about the oven or what else like what you're gonna have for dinner tonight you're pretty much just fully in the zone and i think any anything that you do where you're fully present it's going to be something that you enjoy doing you're gonna i don't know why but yeah i do like it it's a one of few times in my life where you're fully present and you're not thinking about anything else except task at hand i had this dude on here 
Alexis Landlot or something. He's he's yeah. an urban climber. There's only like five in the world. Basically, he climbs skyscrapers. Yeah, Jesus. Just like barefoot and shit. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful young man. You know what I mean? Just a virile yeah. fucking 20-year-old savage. Beautiful French man. And, and But f- what the fuck, man? That's and th- that's what he said. He said, it's the only place. Like I, There he is. He's like, yeah, this is the only place I feel like. Oh, yeah, Alexis Landot. That's He's like, insane. it's the only place I feel like I'm in total control and present. I'm like, dude. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa, yeah. Come could, on, yeah. bro. It makes sense to me. I feel like yes. I would never do that at all. But, yeah, I don't think you'd be thinking about the oven when you're scaling a building like that, when you're being Spider-Man. It's, so, it, it, it's, the, it's the same thing, um, though, yeah, in, in a way, right? He's in a very dangerous position, and you're in a very dangerous position. Yeah, and I think you realize that your next move could be – obviously, in his, in his endeavors, it's if he slips up, he's dead. Yeah. For me, it's more if I slip up, I could be knocked out or put on my back or that sort of thing. But yeah, it's it's sort of different in that regard. But yeah, same thing. You just have to be extremely present, and you can't be thinking about much else. Sort of like quite meditative in a way. And no one's trying to stop him, but yeah, someone is. But someone is it, trying to stop you from do what you want to do. Yeah, I guess he's he's probably focused a lot more on himself where I'm probably just focused entirely on what my opponent's doing, what the other person in the cage is doing. You see the punches coming, Jack? Yeah, definitely. You do see him. The ones that you don't see coming are the ones that are going to, are going to be the damaging shots. So you've just got to, yeah, the eyes are very important in the fight game. Keep the eyes open and you just got to trust that you don't want to flinch too much. You want to keep the eyes open and, you want to be able to witness everything coming, so then you have the time to react necessarily. Do, do you remember the first time you started seeing punches? Like, not really, you, but I definitely no. I do. Even the first few of my fights, you didn't. It was a lot more like flinching, and then like street fighting the in the beginning. Yeah, definitely. Even the training, it was. But at some point, you after, well, maybe a lot of punches thrown at you, start to see them and start to sort of trust your ability to see them and then move or see them and then react correctly. What a remarkable shift that must be. Yeah. Well, as soon as you have the confidence to see shots coming and yeah, to react and that's a, that's a shift that you know, you are making the right moves forward and you are starting to get more in touch with the game. When when um when Jose Aldo and um Conor McGregor uh, came across the ring at each other and and they both I, I think Jose also connected on him um and 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 Conor's connected obviously and knocked him out did did either of them they didn't see either of those punches I think yeah I, I think McGregor sort of from what I've seen I think McGregor sort of knew that was what Aldo was going to come at him I think McGregor pissed him up pissed him off enough that Aldo was so tense that he was just going to charge at him and try and knock him out. And I think McGregor is one of those athletes that is so so calm in there under such big pressure and he was able just to keep the eyes open and slide back and put the left hand on Aldo. 
I think Aldo was the one in that fight probably shutting the eyes and trying to swing for the fences, and McGregor was the one with the eyes open and calm and in the moment. Man, that must be that must be a trip for Aldo. Just one moment completely yeah. changed the course of just everything of the entire fight game. Yeah, pretty insane. He was such a dominant champion as well, and yeah, that was one of those fights where I think really resonated with me. That was pretty insane to see that happen. That was the most wow moment I think I've ever seen in the sport. I want the I I, I want the Monkey King to uh, put it to Patty the Batty. Have you seen that matchup? Yeah, I don't. I haven't seen too much of the Monkey King. Have you seen? Have you seen his uh his UFC debut? I've seen the twerking video. That's it. I haven't actually seen the fight. You have to see his UFC debut. He knocks this dude out in a way yeah. that's so savage. He started yeah. crying, Jack. Yeah, right. I'll watch it. The Monkey King, Jared Levitt, started crying. That's how savage the knockout is. Wow. He, it's so savage. Yeah, bro, watch it. It is crazy. He, he basically picks the, the dude. Uh, he either picks the dude up in a double leg or the dude tries to do a flying armbar on him or something. And he basically slides his hand in front of him. Onto in, so it's his forearms on the dude's throat and then yeah. jumps in the air and dives on him. So his oh, forearm wow. lands on his trach and the dude just fucking. Just, yeah, right. Like a slam knockout. That's it's, um, it's up there with uh, what uh, happened to Tony. Mr. Ferguson. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was nuts, right? Yeah, that was nuts. That was that was out of nowhere. That did not look good. He was out for a very long time. <laughs> Brutal. Tell him tell him four minutes. You're going to breakfast in four minutes. Just tell him the hang tight, bacon, <laughs> all that all that good shit. Four minutes. I've actually already had Brecky. Oh. Hey earlier. How um how how is uh have you and your brother ever had any? You see, I didn't realize you were so close with your brother. Have you and your brother had ever any distance between you? Like, have you ever been apart no. for a year or ever had a fight where you didn't talk or anything like that? Never, never. We definitely had fights. We fought a lot when we were sure younger, but nah, Newton, we've always been lucky enough just to sort of punch each other a lot. Bre- <laughs> <laughs> He's translating for us Americans. Thank you, Brecky. Brecky. <laughs> Yeah, no, we've always sort of had fights and then just gotten over extremely quick. There may have been the longest probably day where we were a bit upset with each other and then lucky enough we just sort of get on with it. What do you do with what did what did you guys do about girls? So I have three little boys and there's already I can already see like a girl like I'm like, oh, how are they gonna like you know, like a girl will come over and they all like her. <laughs> no, we were never really had that issue. No, everyone. Like, if, if you if, if you caught a fish, it's yours. If he catches a fish, it's his. Like, respect. Yeah, respect the the fish catching. We, yeah. Is um is is that his? Does he have a, a different job besides being a, a fight trainer? No, nah, that's his full time gig, fight training. So we're both pretty much fully delved in the the life of martial arts. He trains. I sort of do. I fight. And he trains people full time. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. I wonder if your mom and dad ever thought that they would have two two uh professional fighters, a professional coach, fighting coach, and a professional fighter. 
No, nah, I don't think they would have never, never. When we sort of, when at a younger age, when we started asking them if they could take us to a MMA gym, they both thought, please don't, because we know you'll both want to compete. <laughs> but yeah, we basically, basically just loved it from the get go. I saw you doing some juggling. Is, is that is there any val- is there any value to that to, to, to honing that skill as, as a as a fighter? Um, it's good for the. I think it's good for the eyes and the hands just to be in sync. But I don't do spend too much time juggling. But yeah, I definitely think anything that you can get the the eyes are. I think probably one of the most important things in the the fight game. Any sport, really, when you're reacting to something, I think the eyes are important. So I think anything that you can increase the your um, eyes strength and speed, I think it's going to help you. Um, uh, what do you what do you think about that ball with the uh, string on it? Oh, see, like- I, played, I have played around with them. They're, I think that's a similar sort of thing. I think it definitely can it can help your eyes. Hand eye coordination is important. I like that thing. That thing's that thing's fun. But it is fun. You can get stuck playing with that thing for a long time. I th- I think. Yeah. Are you talking about the ball? The ball. The boom boom. Oh boom. yeah, that yeah. When so, you said you yeah. could get stuck playing with that thing for a long time, my mind started wandering. Um. <laughs> so you're. What when I do that? Since I'm not a fighter, I always wonder too if that thing's creating bad habits. Ooh, I don't think so. No. No, what would it? No, I don't believe so. I think it's just it's good for the eyes, and you are always punching. You need to punch straight. You just got to make sure that thing doesn't hit you in the head when it comes back. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm no, so- I, I like that thing. I don't actually have one, but there is one at the gym. Am you I- don't have one. I, I yeah. even have one of those, Jack. I even have one. If you get one, I'll send okay. you one if you win. Yeah, please. Your fight is on Singapore on June 11th. Yeah. E- easy, same time zone, I heard you saying. Same time zone, five-hour flight, so it's pretty pretty easy. No real – there won't be any, like, issues with traveling or – Will your wife go to it? She is going to come. She's going to come along. You Are you dabbling in it? Are, are you dabbling in any CrossFit these days? Um, a little bit, you know, we do strength and condition. I do a strength and conditioning workout once a week. And the guy that runs that is, um, yeah, he's Finn Johnson. He's a good crossfitter and yeah, it's pretty much a crossfit workout basically. Probably one, once a week. He does, he's a good at setting up, um, do you punch boxes? <laughs> um, he, I want, yeah, I want, I want, I want you to I want you to meet a uh, friend of mine. Well, I don't know if he's a friend of mine, but he's a dude. He's a dude I know. What's up, my Justin. Uh, Justin Medeiros, the fittest man alive. Uh, he is. I've I have actually watched him many times. And meet Jack uh, De La Madalena, who's fighting in UFC 275 uh, on June 11th on the main card. Dude, what's up, man? How are you, Justin? Nice to meet you. Dude, doing awesome. You from Australia? Hey. Yeah, Australia. Oh, heck yeah. What do you mean? You know that. You've been watching the show for the last hour. What are you talking about? <laughs> Dude, I've been training. I just got home. Nice. Jack, Where are you from? In oh, America? 
Um, I'm from like the West Coast, kind of bounce around mm-hmm. a bunch. But I actually uh, just got a new training partner. She's uh, she's from Australia. Oh, uh, sweet. Yeah, all from Adelaide. Oh, if you know Adelaide. Adelaide yeah, yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah. What a spot. Oh, yeah. I need to make what? a trip out there one of these days. Jack, thanks for coming on, dude. No, you, pleasure, you, you the man. I'm I'm so pumped that I that I've uh, jumped on the the Jack train, and uh, Thanks, we'll be rooting man. from you here in the states. Oh yeah, I appreciate it. Enjoy, All right, guys. Man. Nice to meet you, Justin. All nice the best, you, man. Brother. Have a good one, dude. Best of luck to you. Yeah, good luck in the future. Ciao, See you, brother. See you, Savan. Hey, Hiller didn't get to meet him. Yeah, you didn't bring me in on time. Hey, Justin, nice time to meet enough. you, not, dude. Not What's big time up, enough. man. How are you, sir? Doing awesome. How long have you been sitting there for? Five minutes. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Uh-oh. Out we with got the Jack notes. notes out. In with the Justin notes. Hey, that video of you missing the rope is awesome. Uh, I try to try to make fun out of a shitty situation, man. I was pissed about it, but <laughs> it, it was so good. How did you get that footage? Uh, I had a guy out there for um uh for, for my YouTube channel. I came up with a I had released a video about the whole weekend, and he was sitting there video videotaping that workout. And I was throwing a little pouting fit after that workout, and he's just sitting there on his com- computer, and then walked over and showed me that video. <laughs> he thought he was freaking hilarious. It's How so much good. of a difference do you think that made? Oh uh, well, wait a second well, before you go into that. There, it, all right, that's actually hold on. The whole this whole video is going to be about that. This video, dude, um, it's uh, <laughs> it's gonna. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. Oh, we're gonna <laughs> talk about it. Can you go to Justin Medeiros's YouTube page, Caleb? Hey, do you know what else happened there, Hiller? What else happened there? I I think I know. Okay, because I didn't know until I went to Justin's YouTube station and watched the video. And in missing it was only like half the problem. He got he got another big problem too, which is which is just savage what he did. Uh on that exact rope climb or on a different rope climb? That one. Uh, maybe it was that one, right? Justin, about. it was the same one, right? No, I think it was a rep or two later. Oh, okay, okay. You know, Hiller, you know. I did know what you were talking about. That was about. a rough workout, man. I was really pissed. But yeah let's just yeah the fuck it let's just start there and and then and then we'll go back to the beginning by the way congratulations on the youtube station it's dope thanks man trying to trying to get it going do you edit those uh no not not me not me (laughs) (laughs) that's the one right yeah okay can you rewind that Uh, so so for those of you who don't know exactly what's going on basically the the first one was he jumped and missed the rope which is just awesome uh and and uh the because i was actually asking what that actually looks like and then two hours later bam there it is on justin's instagram but this one here justin walk us through what happened here if you can well i mean i uh i got flustered after missing the rope i was uh i went into that workout i guess my workout to win and uh this had that mistake in a workout that cost seconds and then got into that rope climb. And it was so loud that I couldn't like, I couldn't hear my judge and I went up to touch and I just like nicked it, like just barely touched it. And I was like, shit, like what if she no reps me and I come all the way down and then have to climb all the way back up? Like I'm screwed if that happens. So like I nicked it, came back down. I'm like, screw it, go back up and touch one more time clear. So then I went up and touched it again and yeah, I mean, after freaking, yeah, m- missing the rope on the <laughs> rep number five and then on six or seven, that happened, man. I was just like, 
I was pissed. I like crossed the finish line. I was like, I freaking got fourth in that workout. Like I was just so mad. My coach gave me like 20 minutes to throw a fit that passed. And then I looked at the <laughs> leaderboard and I got seventh and I was like, what in the F? And then you look at the times and I was two seconds away from, from winning. Like, I don't even know. It was just, I was very mad. I think there's more than two seconds of mess up there. I could be wrong, but, uh, I think I could have done a lot better in that workout, but that's part of the game, you know, in a workout like that, like you got to be able to execute it. And I did not, it could have been worse, right? You could have just come down and gotten the no rep and then you could. Yeah. Have yeah. 10. I mean, I, I didn't know what my judge did <laughs> going back and watching it. It looked like she didn't even see it. So, uh, yeah. but that's, uh, it's on me to like, make sure that like, it, it's my job to make the judge's job easy. And I don't want to give them a reason to no rep me. And, uh, yeah, I just, I just, I nicked it and wasn't sure if she saw it. So I went back up and touched again, but yeah, I was, uh, I was pretty irritated and somehow my lead extended after that workout. And I was just, yeah, <laughs> I don't even I, know. I get this joke. I've been saving my singles for Justin. He like, like you're a stripper, Justin. <laughs> um, he, 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 there's this story I've told several times about a professional arm wrestler. I know named Travis Bajan. And, uh, he said, when you arm wrestle, there's two people you have to beat. You have to beat the referee and your opponent. And th this is fucking fascinating. This is going to be a story that I think all commentators, all pundits should remember forever. He got the rep. But to make sure that he got it, because the stadium was so loud, he went up and hit it again. Whereas I think other athletes would have come down and fought with the ref. And you didn't do that. It, yeah. It's like this ultimate uh, personal responsibility, accountability. I think it's uh, that is that. What do you think, Hiller? Is that or is that more just? Yeah, he, he's. More, I would more say it's more data that it, he's the champ. I would say it's kind of ingrained in you at a certain point. So when running the affiliate, you would see people doing workouts, and a lot of the stuff that I do comes from character of people. And Justin's got a character. He's like, okay, he's going to leave no stone unturned. He's going to get his ass up there, make sure that he's not leaving it up to chance. And then you kind of also see when people, when push comes to shove, they'll argue with the judge. Or if they're in a gym setting, they'll shave a couple of reps. And they're like, oh, no one's going to care. But the only one you're really cheating is yourself. And in his case, he was just trying to help himself out. Like he could have gotten 10th, like I just said, but he got fourth. And it's still not as good as it could have been. But also because of his character, he ended up being on top at, after everything was said and done. Hope that made sense. Yeah, it did. You're a good dude, Justin. Yeah. Thanks, man. You won't be yeah. the subject of any of Andrew's uh, videos. I, what, what What did you think when you saw the video I put up on you? I got to ask. The, the dude, I, I was hoping that you said that I was. Like, I was like, I want to see what ground this guy has to stand on. You know, like, <laughs> like this is clickbait. He's going to say I'm on it. Everyone says people at the top's on it. I was like, I want to make a whole video about it. Like, I want to see what ground he has to stand on. And I was like, okay. I mean, I, I actually might like this guy. Like, <laughs> So, like, half, half of the fun in making those is, like, I've gotten called out by Tommy Marquez for, like, not reaching out to people. It's like, hey, you don't do your due diligence and ask the sources. I go, half the fun is making the video and then imagining what they think when they see it. So, <laughs> I, I, I imagine so you wake it up and you're like, oh, my God, video. what's it? You, you would I, had, I had tons of people send me that video. And then I, I, like, I think right, I heard you I say on another it. one. Of, I was like, I want to see it. And as of like the first couple of minutes, I was waiting for you to like take a stance and you really didn't. And then finally you took your stance. And I was like, okay, like, let's see where he has to stand on. Let's, uh, let's go through this thing. It was like what? Two thirds of the way through. I think I actually said that I thought you were natural. 
Yeah. So something like and, that. Your mom messaged me and she's like, thanks for making a nice video on Justin. I'm like, I thought she dude, was like, oh my God, I'm going to kill this guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, dude. But my mom will let you know. She watches everything. Yeah. Dude, his dad yeah. was loading the, the pickup truck with guns. Dude, <laughs> right, man. You better watch east. Out. He lives in Illinois. We'll find him. <laughs> Dang right. <laughs> when, when, why did you start the YouTube station? When did you start it? Me? Yeah. Uh, so it's actually pretty cool. I don't, if people haven't watched it, they should go back and watch my first like real YouTube video. I did that. But, uh, it's good. Huh? I did that. It's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I watched the second one. It's a Wadapalooza qualifier. Well, yeah. Well, so, so I have those videos back on there that I just like posted for, um, just like for qualifiers and stuff like that. And then I started, a, I have a video on there that's called in the hunt. Oh, okay. If you stand there in the shadows, like you're all shadowy. Yeah, I think so. I think it's that yeah. one. And uh, so, yeah, and it's um, it's a documentary of the 2020 games of uh, stage one. I, uh, I, it was my first ever CrossFit games. Adam, right there, he's been in the games ten times. It's been like a crazy, like he, he knows what the games are. Like it's just such an experience. And my first ever games was going to be held inside the affiliate which was really cool i mean it's uh unique but like i mean it, it's not the crossfit games you know like you're not out there and uh in front of like fans in a stadium or everything else so he wanted to make that special for me so he surprised me actually and hired some video guy to come out there and make like a five to ten minute video for my family i mean n- none of us thought i was getting top 10 let alone top five let alone top three you know so he came to make the video. It turned out to be a really cool story. He made a 35 minute like documentary about it. That turned out to be really awesome. And then we posted it on my YouTube. And from then it was like, you know what? Like, uh, let's actually try to make like some videos. So kind of since then that same guy has, uh, been helping me and we brought some other people on the team too, to kind of help with them. But, uh, yeah, just like by chance, Adam wanted to do something cool for my family and it turned into a, a whole story. So you had, so you had two video guys fly out to syndicate. Uh, no. So I have, oh, wait, where so were Salvi you at? Was, were you at the Mac or the sewer syndicate? Right. I was at syndicate, but, okay. uh, Salvi's the guy that kind of helped me get the YouTube off the ground. And, uh, I have another friend named Dallas. His schedule is a lot more flexible, a longtime friend, always on video work. So he came out there and videotaped it and then sent the stuff back to Salvi that edited it so we can get it out quicker. I'd, I'd like to say this to Salvi. Um, th- there's this kind of filmmaking it's called verite filmmaking. And a lot of people have left it. It's basically, it's called, uh, truth truth filmmaking and it, it's um just fly on the wall filmmaking and i just really i just really liked your video because it reminded me of that style it's just like the truth it's not like hyper polished it, it's it's edited very professionally obviously with a lot of quick cuts and like the story's moving and the music's great but but it was real and there are some real yeah. there are some real lines in there i, I like the part where um uh I like seeing your yours and uh, here it is. Uh, terms of cinema verite and direct cinema are often used interchangeably to describe a style of observational documentary style filmmaking that feels real, impromptu, not scripted. And so much of the stuff we get from our uh, crew now is so polished and, and scripted. Um, it's nice to see it kind of like a, a, a one man team kind of do that. Uh, go back to this old school real feel. But like when uh, Adam, I like seeing yours and Adam's relationship. That's like my favorite part. Okay. And I like it when he's pulling the uh, the knee sleeve off you. Yeah. 
and the, and there's there's a great those uh, are kind of small aren't they yeah yeah <laughs> they're a little tight you know well how, how are your legs that big what are they mediums yeah they're mediums yeah is that on purpose volume. is that on purpose you're too cheap to buy the larges or you like them that tight no i like them that tight yeah we were talking yeah. about that in the last show <clears throat> how they're uh slight performance enhancer the knee sleeves they're they're allowed don't get me wrong like where i mean them. you <laughs> could say the same thing about a belt yes you can that's what we were saying you know? and then they're well, what was the competition, Tim? Do you remember there was some competition where they weren't allowing knee sleeves? Oh, it was, and, it was at the regionals. At the regionals one year, that it was a a regional director had sent me uh, an anonymous email, basically saying that one year we made everyone take the tape off their shoes for handstand push-ups against the wall because it helped them slide uh, tape off the heels, and um and uh and and pull off knee sleeves. And then someone said that they had been at competitions where someone had put on these super thin sleeves were the only ones that were allowed. So some competitors would put two pair on. Huh. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's weird. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I think uh, like, obviously, yeah, there's like things that helps. I mean, grips for pull-ups, belts, knee sleeves, weightlifting shoes. I mean, to an extent, that's all you know, everything that you do helps like, uh, what was that I mean, thing Panchik did at the games last year where he put water on the ground for something? What was that? I'm not sure. Was were there monkey bars or there was somewhere he put water on the ground? Well, I think it got on the pegboards for some people and fucked up their pegboards for them, made them slippery. I don't remember that at all. <clears throat> I don't know. That's the, type, that's the type of weird stuff I'll remember too. Okay. <laughs> um, so you get the YouTube, st- you get, you get the YouTube. St- no, I'm not making it up that you get <laughs> this brain holds so little. Um, you get the YouTube station started and then who decides um, that you're going to, uh, a film at the syndicate like do you say hey guys uh turn on your cameras we're going to syndicate or does adam or 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 is it something that they're like hey we want to come make a piece how does that work um it, it's kind of mostly i think uh like on, on me i mean obviously like they they're always willing to kind of help me out but uh i kind of think like those are kind of the cool things to kind of story tell i mean everyone gets to watch the event but i don't think uh i think people like seeing kind of like behind the scenes how i like act like with just me and my friends and stuff like that and that's kind of the part that like i want to highlight like you can go and watch the events and i don't want to make that like the the focus point of the channel just kind of i want people to like learn about me what i do like in between training sessions and stuff like that and obviously we're going to show some highlights of training but you're not going to go to my channel and see all my workouts all the highlights and all stuff like that like it's just kind of see like how i am during my training day and uh, how i am during competition and in between workouts so it's kind of on me and obviously like dallas he's the guy that kind of comes with me he's like a long-term friend so it's super easy like he knows when to like back away and when to like okay like i can talk to him now and and he's a friend so it's not like it's uh like he stayed with me in my hotel room so it's not like it's a bother or anything like that and that and that's the important thing if it was like a video guy that i didn't know like then that would be like more of a issue you know yeah it's um it's uh it's um Sevan, when you were watching that, did you at all get? I don't like, get to. I don't get to. I don't. Yeah, I don't get time to say I'm it. Cutting you off. Yeah, I'm cutting you off. The, the, it the feels easy. You feel. You feel normal in front. Well, I just saw Brian Friend called, and I wasn't sure if I should answer that or not. And, and, and I didn't know if it would be rude to just bring him onto the show. Fuck it. Okay. Oh, he really shit. wants to talk to you. Yeah. 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 You have to tell him he's on, or else that's illegal. I, I yeah, uh, Brian. <laughs> I'm, I'm live on the air, and you're live with me. Sorry. Should I send you a link? Do you want to come on with us? No one wants to hear what I'm about to tell you. Call me when you're done. Okay, bye. Which means everyone wants to hear it. 
Bring it back. Wow. Call that back. Was... Get him back out. Demand it. Um, Intense. That was intense, right? That was intense. He doesn't. Do you get phone calls like that often from him? He's a very serious man. I like if I got that phone call from anybody, I'd be like, you know what, guys, I gotta go. You know, like I gotta go see what this is about. Uh, you seem very comfortable in front of the camera. That's all I was gonna say. Okay, sorry. Go, go ahead, Mr. Hiller. Oh, I just wanted to say that, and I want to see your opinion of this, Ivan. Is if you when you were watching this YouTube video, if you had any sort of froning documentary vibes. Because remember the Frodo movie? The yeah. best parts of that, in my opinion, because it's kind of what I was into and still am into, were the training yeah. pieces and the little bit, like the little glimpses of the competition. And Justin, what yeah. you just said was that you didn't want to show the entire thing, but you wanted to show like a little glimpse of it and what was going on around it for you and yourself. And I thought that was pretty cool and really well done by the guys who did the video for you. Heck yeah. No, I appreciate that. Um, Caleb at one fifty five, uh, he calls, uh, Jason Hopper. This is, this is one of the highlights in the video. Um, no, 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 no. Jason called me. And then you I, stole your I never, I never talked to him and I'm sitting there the night before competition. I'm like, show it to Dallas. I'm like, look who's calling me. Like, <laughs> what the hell does this guy want? He wanted and, to steal and, your shoes. And did he, and he, did he, did he FaceTime you? Yeah, he FaceTimed me. The dude is, yeah, I he's he's my favorite dude to hate. <laughs> okay, so this is the night before the syndicate. You're in your hotel room with your filmmaker, and uh, this is what this is what goes down. Here we go. I, not this. What are you gonna, this. What are you gonna <laughs> open up with, uh, with the complex? I don't know, dude. Probably like three fifteen. Yeah. I'm gonna. I want to. I want to like give myself a shot at 400. So, I'm gonna. <laughs> you're gonna hit. You're gonna hit like 352. Probably tie. Tie what I did at Rogue. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I know you suck at ski too. So we'll, we'll see how much you improve on that too. I know, man. It's gonna be so much fun, <laughs> dude. Skiing, wall balls, freaking rowing. Pretty much, I suck at everything this weekend. Like. If you if you if you don't if you don't beat me, you should be worried. You know, I mean, you beat me last year, and you saw what happened at the games. And if I beat you this year, it's like shit. You're gonna you're gonna outlift me. You're gonna smash me on the thruster workout. You're gonna beat me in the last workout. So you're uh he's he's videotaping you now. Be careful what you say. Hey, can't wait to see Justin on the echo bike. (laughs) (laughs) We're gonna put a little icon right here that says Justin's best friend. (laughs) <laughs> right there bff we'll see i do I, th- I think i'm gonna have something for you at the end of this weekend i've i, I, got, I got a little something for you i've been thinking about you don't don't you worry it's good hey at that point did you know that you were what you were gonna give him at the end oh for sure oh you okay you did know yeah i don't want to tell you guys i don't want to tell you guys what uh you guys got to watch the video to see uh justin does give him something at the end it's pretty good you, you got to go you got to go watch the video <laughs> so you never talked uh, so, to him before that that was the first time you'd ever spoken to jason like that on a phone call i mean i it's he's a funny dude you know like we uh after the games last year we spent like a week in miami together we like went there to mm. film for Wadapalooza. so like we spent time like that but uh kind of bantered with him a little bit at Wadapalooza. But like, I actually laughed at the 400 comment. I was watching the video and I giggled out loud. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> this dude's yeah, like thinking it. I'm gonna go out there, give him my whole freaking strategy and everything, man. I'm like, he gave you, he gave you his. Yeah. I know. And, he actually, opened at three fifteen. I'm gonna open like, up at three fifteen. Yeah, what are you telling me for? It's like, what is Frazier teaching you? This, 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 yeah. this is why you stick with Knifer. You, you know, Knifer. Jason's watching this too. He's gonna go back and watch this. Oh, he's gonna and, be like this motherfucker. Yeah, and you did open with three fifteen. You ended up opening with three fifteen. You yourself. Yeah. Yeah, giving him a chance at 400. Thank yeah. right. Yeah. I, you know? And you say in the video that you were willing, that you were prepared that day to do a 345. Is that for real? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Man. you want to, I wanted to open like, yeah, I don't need to talk about too much, but uh, yeah, I went 315, went to 330 and that that's a 15 pound jump. So that allows me to make another 15 pound jump if I wanted to, like couldn't go to 350 or 355 or anything like that after. Uh so 15 pound jump was prepared to make another 15 pound jump. Uh, me and Adam were talking like, or not talking, but trying to communicate a little bit about what I needed to hit. 330 was a solid lift. Um, kind of take the points, hit 335, beat the people I needed to beat, you know, and uh, kind of move on with the rest of the weekend. And I, and I, and I think, I think after hitting 335, there's definitely a lot more in the tank there. Um, I felt like I felt really strong during that lift too. So good way to walk away from the weekend through. Is is there and then and then there's a line in there that Adam says I think it's Adam who says it we open with a, a lift that we know for sure we can do or or maybe you say it one of you says it but what if you don't make that lift what if what if you catch it too far fr- forward on your shoulders and you don't make it is there a plan B do you guys even talk about a plan B uh I mean no I mean like like you like you said like we we, we open under weight that we know we're gonna hit and uh, there's no doubt in my mind that that weight's gonna happen. And I think that's just the weight that I got to get through. I mean, once you get that weight, like it's all, it's all downhill from there. But uh, seven, I'd uh, have to venture to bed for Justin. It'd be like you wandering in the garage to go pick up two hundred five on the deadlift. You just know it's in there. No, yeah. I don't. Um, you can do it. You know, you can do that. It's the same thing for him. Wander in there, warm up a little bit. The thing I want to talk about with Justin and all this is that you do an ungodly amount of stretching. Like every other clip in that thing is you stretching, which I think is awesome. I mean, you're you're very mobile. You can tell that you work at on it, and it's clear in the video. But what a little bit of stretching, and then you're out there and you're hitting 315. So it's seven to go back to your point. I just think that it's he he. There was no doubt in his mind he was going to hit that, and you, that should be the point for a lot of the athletes. You see, it's the case in the final heat, but in the first heat, that's the only one where some people were missing, with the exception of Oscar. The, the 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 big guy with no neck who opened at three thirty five. Yeah, did you see that, that, that Justin? That made no sense to me. What watching what he did? I mean, he was no going for four hundred. Actually, yeah, he was, dude. <laughs> um, uh, what did you think about um? What did you think about uh, Tudor Magda his performance? Uh yeah, dude. Honestly, to be honest, I mean, I I honestly haven't uh, heard about anything about him before. A- Adam had. Uh, I was talking to Adam kind of going in and now we're just kind of trying to like feel out like, okay, like who's the people here that are going to like kind of hit some big weights. And I had some people in my mind that I thought we're going to do pretty good in the event. And Adam said that, no, dude, he, he's a strong kid too. And I, I didn't know that uh, he was working with uh, Townsend or anything like that. But uh, I was honestly really impressed with him the weekend. I mean, obviously he had a big lift and I think, Oh, honestly, like last year, I mean, Jason opened up and he snatched 300. I was like, oh, okay. Like, I mean, we still have five more events. Like he's probably going to taper off, you know, and uh, Jason didn't end up winning it last year. And I think that kind of the same thing for me about like Tudor. I mean, 
hit, he hit a big lift, but like he held his own the rest of the weekend. And I was super impressed. Obviously he's 19 years old. Like that's crazy. That's insane. He moves well. And I think he's a, uh, I think he's got a bright future. I Jesse, got a you great question. Oh, go off go. of that. So we, we keep on talking about Haley Adams and how the big thing she's missing is her strength. And we're now talking about Townsend as athlete tutor. And we're talking about you. And I remember one of the first things that I remember about you that really stuck out was your front squat in the online qualifier for the games in what 2020. And that was the video that we, we all just saw. And where, where do you think that your progression and strength came from? And where do you think it may be lacking in something like Haley? Is it gen- a genetic component or is it something that you and your coach work on quite a bit? And is it something linear that you've seen happening or how, how do you feel about all that? I mean, I definitely, was clearly def- missing it a bit. Yeah, no, I, it's definitely something that I've worked on. I mean, you, you went back and kind of went through my Instagram and I, I've kind of always like lifted weights. I mean, <clears throat> I remember I, the reason why I started CrossFit in the first place, I uh, joined football and my mom wanted me to like be strong. So she, she joined the CrossFit gym. Like, hey, I think it'd be good for you there. And I remember like I did like my first football like weightlifting thing and like they're teaching cleans and then. I joined CrossFit a couple months later and like CrossFit was telling me to like make contact with my hip. And I was like, what the heck does that mean? Like in weightlift, like football, they're just like reverse curl, you know, Rip so it I didn't up. know what that was. And uh, I think going like when I first tried to cross it, that was like one of the main priorities was strength. And my coach before Adam, I mean, I got that. I was like one of the strongest I've ever been my freshman year of, uh, or my, sorry, my senior year of high school, like, I didn't beat my front squat PR until 2020 games from my freshman year or wow. my senior year of uh, high school. So you said prioritize, and that's just kind of the way you look at it, right? So yeah, no, no, for Haley sure. I mean, she prioritizes I mean, I, Metcons. Yeah, and I think uh, obviously there is a genetics component to it, but I don't think that's like a make or break. Uh, I definitely think. Yeah. I, I mean, if you have a if your mindset is that oh I'm just genetically bad at this I'll never be good then you're never going to be good you know well that's why I'm so, sa- that's why I asked because I don't want to say that that's what it is I mean clearly it's going to help a bit to an extent but if you were prioritizing it for four years in high school to the point where your senior year you were kind of topping out and then only what four years later you're beating a PR from your senior year in high school it's something that yeah. maybe she should be prioritizing it a bit. Maybe. No, for sure. I mean, Who does to tell uh, her what to do? But yeah, I mean, I mean, my <laughs> argument to it is, is uh, there's no world where Matt Frazier should be good on the machine in my eyes. Like he's five six. Like if you're short, you're bad on the machine. Correct. Like, that's just like what people say. And the dude gets top five in machine events, and it's like, okay, so why can't that re- be reversed to strength? That's right. You know. So there's. Uh, Haley's gonna hear uh, that. I come never out call four hundred. Yeah. <laughs> Justin. So. At- after the rope climb, you 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 said something here, and I think some people take it tongue in cheek. But you said uh, your coach gave you twenty minutes to feel sorry for yourself, and then you had to get over it. But in the video, it appears you may have even set a timer. Is there an actual timer he sets, and you yeah. look down and you say, "There's three and a half minutes left." Yeah. That's wow. Cool. The, and it cues you. The alarm goes off on the iPhone. You're like, "All right, that's done." Yep. There's there's no more. I mean, obviously, I'm still thinking about it a little bit, but it's uh. Like I have that 20 minutes to talk about it, complain about it, act like a little girl and just freaking bitch and complain for a while. And then, uh, and then after that 20 minutes, it's just like, all right, like get over it. But right when that timer went off, I was, I shut up, laid down, 
looked at the leaderboard and I did a lot worse than I thought I did. And then I needed another like 10 minutes, but I got wait, it. what um, you said you looked at the leaderboard and you thought you did worse. I thought you said you took seventh and Hiller said you took fourth. What did you take? I took seventh. So, seventh. Oh, so I, I thought I heard you say a, you took fourth. Okay. No, so there was a, there was a time from the previous heat. Did you hear Hiller fuck that up? Did you hear Hiller fuck that up? I did. Earlier? I want to make a video on that. Yeah. I didn't want to make him sound bad, but me neither. No, okay. Good. I'm, glad, I'm glad I got take, it in. Take, take your punches. Don't pull them. Yeah, no, no. But I, I, I knew the guy from the previous heat beat me, and then uh, uh, Sprague beat me, and then I think it was Tudor that slid past me, and I was just, I was super pissed that Tudor beat me, and I was pissed that I messed up in the event, and I was like, I got freaking fourth place, like super irritated, and then I went back and looked at the leaderboard, and I got seventh, and the workout that I thought I was gonna win, like hand in hand, ended up being my worst finish of the weekend, so. It's always a great. It goal. is. It, it must be frustrating, like someone who's James Sprague, who hasn't even finished going through puberty, beats you. That's dude. Uh, it's got to be. I know. And it's just like it's not even a fitness thing; it's a poor execution thing, and that's like the worst feeling ever. <laughs> like James. James is a beast. I'm just busting his dude. Balls. I he, he's a, James he's is a monster. Kid. He's a great kid. But he does. Yeah, but yeah, but he does seem so. I mean, he's just got just young, such young energy. Uh, sure. At ten twenty. Um, can you pull that up, Caleb, in the video? I see you talking to the judge. How, um, t tell me about your interaction with your judges when you first walk up. And, and is that important? Like the eye contact, shake their hand, schmooze them, you know, or, or do you have a, a protocol for, um, for your judges? No, I mean, I, I definitely, I mean, I wouldn't call it a protocol, but, uh, I mean, those, I, I mean, I volunteered at the games before and stuff like that. And I know it's, it's pretty like shitty i mean i did it once and didn't go back the next day you know <laughs> it's like it's a it's a lot of hard work and stuff and obviously you get um like it, it's obviously a really cool experience and i encourage people to do it but like i mean those guys are out there volunteering their time like and uh i mean to go out there and just like shake their hands like hey like pretty much i walk up shake them like hey thank you i'm justin uh if i mess up be really loud like tell me what i'm doing wrong so i can fix it and that's about it and if I have any questions about the flow of the event or anything, that's like my last chance. Be like, hey, can I do this right? Like, or 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 whatever question I have. And I was, I don't know if you go back and watch. The there it is, right there. What, like, what are you saying to her right there? Do you, do you I was trying to tell her about. She was trying to communicate to me. I wanted her to tell me what round I was on because they told us in the briefing that they're going to say nine. And that means you're on your last round. Like you're never. Oh, no, I think that's something Hitler said. That's like take the Jews to the uh, <laughs> to the train nine. Yeah, so. and then yeah. So then I was running back on the rope climb that I I missed the rope, and I was going like this because I was like she's about to say five, right? I was like in the lead or like really close to it. And I'm like, all right, time to like push for it now. And then she said four. She's like, no, four. And then I was like, what? And then I was confused. I missed the rope. I ran back. Then she said six. And and just so you know, was, Justin, I used to have a deaf girlfriend. And this doesn't mean five. It means you want you want the back of my hand, bitch? Back uh, just so you know. Hand, just, you yeah. Know? So be careful with how you're like, <laughs> your nines in your hand. Just like, so hold, there's the other languages out there. To your, uh, to your left is the time. best judge <laughs> in the semifinal competition right now. Yep, there that he dude? is. Bald dude? Man. Oh, yeah, that's him. I believe that's him. No, it might not be him. Now that I'm looking closer. Sorry. Okay. And and and, <laughs> and have you had any um are are you happy with the judging? Me? Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I think uh I mean 
like I said before, it's, 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 it's our job as an athlete to make the judge's job easy. And if you give them a reason to give you a no rep, then they're probably going to give it to you. Like, uh, it's your job to make it clear. And if you're writing that line, then you're risking that as an athlete for them to no rep you. And I think that's, and, and I've been on the, the, the shitty end of that, you know, I think, uh, going back and watching the Mac in 2020, I got no repped on a countless number of, of wall balls because I wasn't hitting depth. And I think all my wall balls looked the same, but I was right at parallel. So they could have all been no reps and they could all been reps. And I think that's, it's, it's something that me and Adam talk about. I mean, just go below parallel and don't give them a reason to no rep you. So uh, I think uh, obviously there probably is a lot like bad situations of judging, but I think a lot of them can be fixed by just doing your job as an athlete. Like if you're riding that line, then they're going to like, and they call it like, I don't know, like it's, it's, and you're not going to argue with your judge out there. Like just do what they tell you to do and then figure it out after the event. If you have a problem with it. Can you make they it an entire that. They should clip what? The, the CrossFit game should clip that segment as spoken oh. by the game's champion from last year and <laughs> like just play it for the semifinals. And I think there's an Adrian Bosman quote for back in the day where he's talking about if you do a rep 99% of the way, that means you still didn't do the rep the right way. Yeah, for sure. And uh, CrossFit, just so you know, if you do clip that and post it, I, I, I won't report <laughs> it. I, I, hey, I, I'll let it go. It's awfully nice of you. One love. And then it's also like if you leave it up to judgment, expect there to be a judgment call. For sure. I think that, yeah. I think that was another one. Yeah, is I it unrealistic? That, I think the only time that like it's hard is when in like if it's not clear before the workout, you know? And I think that's the only time that things can get confusing. But other than that, it's like it's do your job. Is it is it unrealistic? Do you think you're going to go to an event like uh, Syndicate or the Games and and not get a single no rep? I mean, I think that would be pretty awesome. I mean, that's always the goal. I mean, I I think I don't think I've ever done an event that and not got a no rep. But uh, I, I, I wonder mean, if I anyone mean, has. Yeah, and I think and I think that's like your kind of job as an athlete. Like I'm going to push that line and hopefully my judge calls it to me. Like if I'm my judge is not calling it, like then. Like if the judge, if, if you see an athlete that's doing a bunch of no reps, like in a competition and the judge isn't calling it, that's not the athlete's fault. In my opinion, that's the judge's fault. It's the athlete's job to ride that line. For sure. And, for sure. and, and, and they're gambling, you know, like you're, you're rolling the dice and you're going to push that line hard as you can. And it's the judge's job to hold that line. And I think, uh, if you see an athlete that's doing a bunch of no reps and they're not getting called, then I mean, I, I mean, obviously I'm going to be frustrated. Like, damn, why didn't I do that? Or kind of whatever, but it's, it's the judge's job to to kind of do that and you kind of push it. Okay. I'm not getting no rep. Like I'm going to kind of push this a little bit further and hopefully then my judge will be like, like, usually the judge will give you a warning and then no rep you and then you fix it. So speaking of pushing the line, are you the most dominant cribbage athlete player on earth? Uh, what's what you're not even a crib. Isn't cribbage like, but what, what is the fuck is cribbage? Cards? Cribbage is the best game ever. <laughs> what, it, and what yes, is it? I'm the most dominant player on earth. Damn you right. Play? Do you play? Yeah, Matt Fraser plays too. Okay, fine. Uh, are you the most dominant cribbage player on earth? <laughs> For sure. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the title. You know, if anybody and, wants, uh, tell the people at the retirement home. Catch me outside. And uh, also, how long have Ellie and you been in a relationship? <laughs> Not been in a relationship. <laughs> uh, I think oh, you it, asked that question. Uh, right down here, it says, oh, it says, make sure you ask Justin this. Justin, what, what did you say last time your mile time was? I, I missed it last time you were on. Uh, dude, you're going to have to go back and look at that. I don't, I don't remember what I said. 
523. <laughs> Does that sound See, right? Yeah, it's 523. There you go. I find it a hard time. I'm really trying this year to like really break that six minute mile mark. Um, did you even were you even gonna let it slip for a second, Justin? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, do you judge the programming? There were some athletes who were saying like, hey, it's not even worth like watching these the, anyone complain or say anything about the programming because we're going to have to go out there and do it and, ju- and judging it and, and complaining about it isn't uh, helpful to, to performance. I mean, it's not helpful for performance, but I think it's fun. Okay. <laughs> I, I, like, uh, like, I, I like looking at it being like, oh, well, this is super biased or whatever it is. I mean, it's not like... I mean, I think I think it's like the same thing. People are like, oh, why pay attention and try to guess the open workouts? Like, it doesn't help you perform. I'm like, well, but it's kind of fun. Like, it I, is I want fun. to brag if I get it right. Like, <laughs> like, <sighs> like I called that shit, you know? So, um, I mean, it's it's obviously not. I mean, every athlete I feel like says that their semifinal was the hardest, or we had the most toughest athletes, or or, or whatever it is. I mean, I think that were people saying that at yours? Huh? Were people saying that over at yours? Yeah, I mean, I think you had I mean, the best gonna... athletes at your semifinal. For sure. I mean, everyone's like, "Oh yeah, we had the strongest athletes here," and it was a strength biased weekend. They were well. I in your video, we keep talking about your video. You uh, brought up the bike, the echo bike workout, and how that was exclusively a biking workout. Whoever wins the bike wins the workout. Still feel that way after having done it? Because I think you said it before, and it was an edited video. Yeah. No, I I I, I definitely said that before. I mean, I mean, I, I, going into that workout, I mean. Uh, the tank push. I mean, long as you don't stop, you're not really going to make up time to anybody on that. And I think for the most part, like the, the dumbbell work, the reps take what they take. And there might be a couple seconds variation between athlete to athlete, but like when you, when someone beats someone that workout by 30 seconds, it's not like they did double press 30 seconds quicker, you know, like they, they, they bite quicker, you know? And I think that was kind of the deciding factor. So now that we're talking programming, could you just say make it a 10 minute AMRAP for bike calories and then call it a day? <laughs> like it, the, the, the leaderboard would have filtered out the same way then, right? Didn't Hopper win and Hopper would have won and you would have been like top four as well? I think, I think Sprague beat him. Oh, oh, he did. And I called that. I forgot about that. All Pretty right. Sure. So I mean, Sprague I think, Sprague, won, then I think Hopper. Sprague like got Hopper in a couple workouts and uh, it was kind of fun. Hopper, Hopper's pissed. Yeah, Hopper's it was, like, it was good. It was good. Hopper's getting soft. I don't. I don't even understand this comment. How many reps? How long could Justin rep my last tip video I posted with? Uh, get, uh, you process have to, that. I can't process that. I think he posted a video. But thank you, Zachary, for the dough. How many reps? Try, try rewriting it again. Yeah. Hey, what did that berry remind you of in Knoxville? Strawberry. Oh. All right. What? I, I need to go back and look at the comments because I it looked like a baby. I don't know what, what it was, but it was everywhere in the grass. Like people from Tennessee got to know what kind of berry that was. Oh, you were asking. Okay. I thought you were saying it looks like, and then and then it blocked out because it looked like, yeah, what is that guy doing? Banded he's getting, hip he's getting, he's getting that booty work, you know? You do a That's, lot of those, Justin? Yeah. Dang right. Uh, there was there was a, a part in the video where you said, um, "Hey, um, 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 you were meeting Christy Aramo downstairs. Do you guys have the same manager or something?" Yeah, we do. Daniel. Daniel. Who? Daniel Matt O'Keefe. 
Daniel oh, Robbins, okay. Pete. And is that why you were hooking up with her? She's she, okay. Okay. Uh, Cause she, at first I was like, are they a, like, a, it's, it, she's like, what, just one of those athletes. I mean, not like, uh, like Daniel and Matt work with a bunch of athletes and stuff, but Chrissy's just like kind of one of those people that I've just kind of gravitated towards. I think she's a, she's, she's, she's awesome. Yeah. She seems cool. Someone I get along with real good. Yeah. Easy, huh? Hey, there's me. Oh, and that's what you bought with your prize together. That's what yeah. you bought with your uh, fittest man in the world prize money. Yeah. The dang a little bike. Right there. Uh, Justin, baby. between between now and the games, um, will you are will you just kind of stay hunkered down in one spot and just uh, just t- tend to training and eating and sleeping? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, one of my coaches is up in Vancouver, Washington, Jesse Bafano. So I'm gonna I'm planning on going up there for like a week. I never, I've honestly never been to his gym before, and it's it's pretty funny. I mean, I've worked with him for a year and a half now. I I know him like like hand in hand. We we I, we do three sessions a week together, and we Facetime for every session. They're two hours long, and I've only met him once in person. Do you, Do you know uh, Miranda and Julian Alcaraz? I mean, not personally, but I know who they are. Yeah, they're up there in um, <laughs> they're up there in Vancouver, by the way. Yeah, Wait, they're they? good. They're good people. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure your coach has a place to train, but I bet you they have a place, a pretty crazy place to train too. So if you need they, to reach out to they someone, they're really cool training? people. Yeah, they're, they're the founders of Street yeah. Parking. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and they're up there and they got a ton of resources. So while you're up there, and, and they're they're awesome people. They're easy. Yeah, I, shit. I've heard so many good things about them. Yeah. So if you re- if you were up there and you reached out to them, they, it might be, even be just a fun thing just to have breakfast with them or connect with them. They're cool For people. Sure. No. For sure. Yeah. Not you, Hiller. Um. <clears throat> All right, I just got friend requested by I think it was Julian. So, oh damn! All right, I eat those words. <laughs> so we know each other. Yes. I want to ask: Are you going to go to golf, Justin? Golf? You 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 ditched us the other day for Top Golf, which Sevan has no idea what it is. So I have to be the one to ask you if you're any good at it. Um, I mean, I'm better at CrossFit. All right, well, obviously uh-huh. you're the best. I mean, it'd be like, it'd be like, Hey, Tiger Woods, you any good at baseball? And he'd be like, well, I'm, I'm pretty good at golf. I'm better at golf. <laughs> what is top golf? What is it? Is it, is it, is it like miniature golf? No, it's like a, it's like a driving range, like a glorified driving range. It's uh like, there's like a couple levels to it. Like it's probably like three levels. And uh, there's like bays that you can get that are kind of like similar to like a, like a lane at bowling. There's like couches, um, a lane to like, hit your shot off grass. They have clubs for you. You can order food and drinks and stuff like that. If you're into that. But, uh, yeah, like you, you can, like, it's like kind of like bowling, but for golf, you like you buy around there's games. There's a bunch of different, so now, like, uh, uh, flags and stuff that are different sizes and different distances away. And you, you like, you make them in, you get points. I don't really play any games. Let's try to hit as far as I can every time. Did, do you at all look at this as a method as training for the games, considering it's hard to get any sort of twisting method, twisting training in and just everything's so in a boxing cross, you know, they say it's in the one plane. So when you're going to golf, are you doing it with the plan that get a little bit of an adaptation out of it? Or you're just going to have some fun. Probably to have oh, some that's fun. Nice. I mean, but probably have some fun, but like, uh, obviously I do CrossFit, but like, I kind of like, pride myself being an athlete and i don't like when people are better than me at things and like i hate when someone's like oh let's go do this and then we go do it and i suck so like whatever it is i try to be pretty competent and like whatever i do and who knows what's gonna come out of the games this year (coughs) 
What's Justin's mile time? Sub five. Sub five is cooking. Hey, um, it, so top mark, top, top, top golf is like <coughs> a trade. It's like Kmart. It's like, well, it's like McDonald's. It's like Tiffany's. It's, it's a trademark. <laughs> like there's a chain of them. Yeah. Okay. I heard it cost $10 million to put the satellite up in the sky to have the top golf balls tracked. Okay. So now everyone knows. Wait a second. Wait a second. A track your balls are tracked. There's a, there's, a, there's a little tracker in the golf ball. You hit the golf ball and you it goes at the targets. And there's a little screen where you can see the golf ball going at the targets, and that's how you play. So are Justin you be like, all right, me? I'm aiming at Yeah. So Justin be like, I'm gonna hit it in the green target. And he'd try to aim at the green target, and depending on how good he is, he'll either get it there or he won't. And he so they're all good, special so. balls there. All the balls there are like special balls. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, they have little they trackers really in them. Normal, but they got little trackers in them. It sounds like a place where people just an excuse to just eat um, uh, buffalo wings, fries, and get drunk. You got that right. There's some funny videos of people pretty wasted there. Yeah, falling, falling into the nets. There. Yeah. Are there girl? Are there girls there? Or is it just dudes? I think it's just like like there's groups of friends, so just like everybody. Like bowling. Do you? Hey, so Justin, you're competitive and you're there. Do you get just in, enraged? When you'll be playing with people and you'll hit a pretty good shot and you'll just barely miss one of the targets that's a little bit downfield. And then you'll be playing with someone who's completely dog shit. They'll barely hit it and they'll roll barely into that one net up front and get a bunch of points. Oh, yeah. My God, doesn't count. It just my drives you insane. That. Oh, my <laughs> yes. God. Yeah. You're like, here, I'm just going to like chop it into the ground. And the girls <laughs> yeah. go, oh, my God, I did it. I did it. Or they slice it and it goes to the, like the one. Being competitive. You're, Look, you're even yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Wow. So now what else? Go, go to the next topic. We're done top golf. <laughs> we're done. Actually, we're done. I just am it's so done. done. I, I, All right, back in the top golf. <laughs> okay. I'm I'm um so glad you came on. I'm pumped about your YouTube station. I just really like the video. So I wanted to bring it on, give it some love, break it down, dig into some of the scenes. I knew uh, Hiller would like doing that too. We had both been talking about the video. We both liked it. So I appreciate I, you I coming appreciate on that. and let and letting us uh uh Go go deeper into it. Tell the boys that they did a fucking killer job at making it. And sure. are they are, are you making one for the games too? Yeah, no, I think I will. Pretty sure. Uh, All I right, sweet. Today about it, so I think it'd be good. Do you have plans for after the games? Go home. Go to Lodi, or Lodi, California. Hang out there for a while. See some family and friends, and kind of relax. I'm I'm like, I mean, obviously it's my first season training without school so like this is my first off season without school so i'm kind of pretty excited to kind of like actually cool. decompress hey what, what are you going to do when you win the games and someone says hey uh i'm a crossfit uh fan i have a um you know a 10 million dollar mansion here in aruba on the beach uh you know you can you can use it for two weeks are, are you probably are you buy some tickets and go to aruba <laughs> right right all right good good all right i think <laughs> I'll, i'm gonna manifest that i'm gonna manifest that for you <laughs> yeah put it out there uh guys tomorrow morning at 7 a.m who do we oh tomorrow at 7 a.m we have uh victor on victor is the guy you're on that show too right andrew yeah so is justin no justin's not on the show <laughs> no but i <laughs> am guys uh, uh uh andrew hiller will be here and so will brian friend and we're going to talk to that team from i think germany right uh um, yes know. i or some some somewhere I don't know where they're from, but basically they Sweden. got uh, Sweden. I got over a hundred DMs, um, people uh, reposting this guy's stuff about how he got screwed by the CrossFit Games. Tomorrow we'll get to the bottom of it and find out if they really did get screwed. See you guys all later.